Hello world, this is Cody Turner. In this episode, I speak with Swank Davis. Swank is a rapper from the Bronx. Him and I go way back. We went to the same high school, the Berkshire School, and we're on the same basketball team. In this episode, Swank and I talk about his music and his particular artistic process. We discuss projects that he's released as of recently, such as Vincent Van Gogh and Gangstas and Players which everyone should go buy right now. Like literally go, listen to it, then come back and play the podcast. And we also talk about the contemporary state of hip hop culture. And then I throw down some bars for Swank that I've written and he's nice enough to give me his advice. I'm going to embed various links to Swank's content, his YouTube page, his iTunes page where you can buy his music and also some links to some videos, or sorry, to some interviews that he's done recently. This guy's about to blow up, and everyone should go check him out ASAP. Without further ado, I give you Swank Davis. Welcome to Tent Talks on the Shelter from the Storm Podcast Network, a place to talk the rain away with your host, Cody Turner. Storm coming, Mr. Wayne. Yeah, dude, so when did you start writing raps? Because, like I just said in our first take, I remember us listening to Joey Badass back in the day in Berkshire. You're actually the one that put me on to Joey. So you were writing raps then, but... I've been writing raps and poetry, actually, since I was, like, 12 years old, for real. Like, 12, like, 10, 12, like, you know, in that age, age range. And I remember, like, what really, like, started me off in that poetry rap to actually, well, that poetry lane to kind of, you know, showcase my like talents to other people i had a girlfriend like my freshman year before i actually uh like came to version and stuff like that and she used to do poetry she used to do like a lot of open mics and you know stuff like that and it was just fascinating you know just the crowd reaction and you know just her being able to move the crowd and how powerful her words were so like i wanted to try it so i just started writing more poems like you know just and kind of had to have her check it over so you know like time went on i just kept doing it kept doing it until i was like yo my pops is a rapper like i want to make music also you feel me and i i decided down high school and shit like right when i was leaving for real so of the would it be fair to say that the lyrics have always come first and foremost for you as opposed to the beats or something like that yeah yeah because i would like to think of myself like self as a, a lyricist and a poet so yeah. definitely, like, yeah, lyrics always matter to me. You know, like, we're in a, we in a weird age of hip-hop right now because it's just more so B and, you know, like, who got has the best vibe where lyrics don't really matter. Mumble rap or whatever. I don't know if that's the meaning, but... <laughs> it is, yeah, basically, you feel me? So it's just, like, that. that's where we at in hip-hop. And, like, yeah. lyrics is going to matter to me, you know what I mean? Because that's what I grew up on. I grew up on that 90s, 80s type of... Yeah, that's hip-hop. the shit I like. I'm, I've always been more lyrically oriented, you know, my, some of my favorite in the game right now are K Dot, J Cole, yep. some Shady. What do you think? What is the driving force behind that mumble rap phenomenon? Is it just a matter of this is what's selling, so people are just mimicking it, or is there some deeper explanation? So um, it's it's actually both. It's a little bit of both. So actually, like the record labels and radio and such, it's you know it's a music, it's a business. Like ten percent right. of this is actually music. You feel me? It's ninety percent business. So 
the radio, like what sells is like that party kind of music. You know, everybody want to turn up right now. That's the type of era we in with. Everybody just want to be lit. And yeah. that's what sells, you know what I mean? Because everybody want to be lit to that type of music. You can't really turn up to like, you know, beat music and stuff like that. So, yeah, like that. Yeah. And, and then it's like, they just driving is because, you know what I mean? Like, yo, everybody lit. Like I said, like, you know what I mean? Everybody lit. So it's like, yo, all right, this is working. Let's keep doing this. All right, so now all the artists that we picking has to be this certain type of mode because this is it's the formula. I mean, we want to make money. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's a little bit of both, honestly. Yeah, I guess for me, and I understand that it's fundamentally profit-driven, but I, for me, if I was going to make music, which I want to, my first priority would be to make music that I would want to listen to and first and foremost manifesting that internal artistic vision and trying to sell that, but I would never kind of sell out that artistic vision for the sake of profit. Not to say that these mumble rappers aren't necessarily doing that. They might genuinely like that music, but you understand? I don't know, it's kind of a cliche point, I guess. A lot of a lot of actually people, a lot of people actually say like, I'm not in here for the music. I'm in this for the money. So you know, what I mean, like they just trying to make money and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So right. Like, yeah, I feel like if you're an artist, you should always be true to yourself. Like. Never like try to follow a trend because your sound like if you follow a trend, you're gonna be lost in the in translation. You feel me? Because it's right. an oversaturation in the game. A lot of people is coming out being the same. So who are your who are your some of your favorite MCs in the game right now? Uh, you know, K Dot, like K Dot, J. Cole, ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky, like, you know, that's that's big for me. Um Future. That's like kind of really like you know doing it like you know D Flowers, my boy Ace Pure, yeah, you know I me mean? Marciano, like people like that. That's who I'm really listening to. Low, uh, low, low, uh, MC Gaddafi, like a lot of people like you know what I mean. That's kind of like in my lane, and, you know, just to that sound. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so backing up. When so when I just kind of want to like trace the trajectory of your evolution as an artist. So when did you actually make your first songs, and when did you know that you actually wanted to pursue this as a career? Like, all right, this isn't just a hobby. I'm trying to do this. This is what I'm doing. So um, my you know obviously I was a ball player and stuff like that. Um, like I always played ball, whatever. My my first song came about like actual song. Um. I wrote a free. I did a freestyle in Berkshire to like a. Uh, I think it's called Full Metal Jackets. ASAP Mob. ASAP Mob. Uh, Wait, in front of the school? No, no, no. Um, you know we had a studio out there down there. Yeah, so yeah. like them actually recorded me and um, you know what I mean I just did a I did a freestyle. I forgot. I think it was me. It was a couple people in there too. Like you know what I mean. But I just that was like my first time actually recording. I just felt good. Like actually like doing it. It probably sounded horrible then. You feel me? But I just felt, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yo, like, this is, this is dope, man. This, this yeah. is that one. So after that, I actually didn't have the means to record. You feel me? I didn't really know too much about the music and stuff like that. I <laughs> went to college. Yeah. And, um, my freshman year, like, I was going out partying, you know, doing whatever, like, and I actually stopped, like, my spring semester or whatever, and just, yo, honestly, spring semester, I wrote, like, over 40 notebooks worth of raps. Damn. Like training myself, like to get better, because I knew, like, I was listening to songs, and I knew, like, I wasn't where I needed to be. When did you? 
Well, yeah, dude, that's the one thing that I realized about freestyling just on that point real quick is I never thought that it's something you could get better at because yeah. I was in college and stuff. We used to do it a little bit and I just kind of sucked. And then I realized, oh, shit, this is something you could get better at. And the key to getting better at it is actually thinking less, not thinking more, because exactly. I realized the fundamental thing is like if you try to anticipate what you're going to say, you're just going to fail because you're not going to be in the flow. It's like catching that wave. And that's why I like it, because it kind of forces you to be in the moment and to be authentic and shit. Yeah, I feel like it's different different strokes for different boats, because me, like, I like to actually think about my my next word before I say my, the word I'm about to say. So, like, I go for N words, you know what I mean? So, I say bull, right? If I know I'm about to say bull, like, you feel me? Oh, me and my man's about to play bull. I know instantly before I say bull, my next word is going to be four or more. You feel me? Something like where's like I'm gonna rhyme off that I'm gonna tell off that that one word. So like I mean it's different for everybody. You know, everybody is authentic and I'm not like the greatest freestyler or whatever. But yeah. I mean Do a lot of your songs that you've written and produced come out of freestyling? Or I guess the larger question is what's your writing process like? Do you do you often have a beat? And then you just write to that beat or you'll try with different beat. Or And also, do you have like a vision for a song beforehand? You're like, all right, this is what I'm trying to capture. Let me try to get words here. Or is it more just you just have some dope bars and then you kind of string them together and the vision comes into the picture along the way? Does that make I, sense? Yeah. I honestly speak about like a lot of my experience. Like, I feel like I don't live enough for like a thousand people for real. You feel me? So I right. honestly speak, speak on a lot of my experiences. And stuff like that. So like when the when I listen to the beat, it just automatically comes in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It like it, it it's right there. Like every word word from I like I write my 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 write my uh, raps or whatever. I write in 15 minutes. You feel me? So like the whole song I write in 15 minutes. And oh really? Yeah, I'm only writing it in 15 minutes because everything is coming coming to me from the beginning. If if I don't feel it in the first five to ten, maybe like I'll give it to 30 seconds. You know what I mean? At least when the beat drops and stuff like that, then I won't write to it. Does it always work like that for you? Like, you'll either just write an entire song and then, or you won't? Like, will you will you write, like, a couple bars then come back to it in a couple days and just try to build on it? It's rare. Like, it's rare. I've done it before. Like, where I, I probably count on, like, five, five songs where I've done that. But it's, it's very weird. Like, my, my recording process and my uh, writing process is uh, weird because... I won't, like, if I wrote this song, and, like, say if I wrote, like, half of the verse, like, I wrote the hook, I wrote half the verse, I won't come back to it, because I feel like a new day deserves a new thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you're you're not doing justice to that original mindset you were in, because now you're in a new mindset, so now you're on a different wavelength, and by trying to combine those two wavelengths, there is some kind of inauthenticity associated with that or something. Uh, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to come out the same. It's not going to come out how I really wanted it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. What about, um, that's got a whole litany of questions I got for you. What yeah. about, uh, what about the beats? How does, do you make your own beats or how does that, because that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm like just a kid writing bars to YouTube videos and I have no idea how the beat making process works. I know that you can buy them online, yeah. but how, how does, how, what do you do with that? So, um, nah, like, I don't make, I, I have my own keyboard and B-pad and stuff like that to do it, but I don't because I'm strictly focused on, you know, marketing and branding and, you know, actually the business aspect of this music thing was like, I learned that down a lot, you know what I mean? 
Like, I'll yeah. probably say a year. Like, when I'm in five years into the game, I'll take a year hiatus to uh, learn beats or, you know, just learn different things. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't make my own beats, but I have, like, a couple producers. Okay. So, so you have people that, so you, but you have people that will make them for you, or do you buy them from other outside sources? Nah, I, it's rare that I feel about beats anymore, honestly, because people just send me beats, you know what I mean? Like, they sending me, like, exclusives, like, you know, different licenses to the beats, so, like... Oh, I see. It's, it's dope, it's dope, honestly, like, I, I can show you, I don't know if you'll see this, but... Hold on. It's real dope. Because that is, I mean, beat making is an art form in and of itself, essentially. Definitely, definitely. That was just sent, they just sent that shit to you? They sent that, they sent it to me the fourth. Damn. They just sent, like, but he sends me, like, a whole bunch of, you know, a whole bunch of beats. <sighs> Those are all, like, I could literally open it and then, you know, it's a whole bunch of beats in that beat pack. Yeah. So once you have the, so, oh yeah, another question I had is, do you need to, like, go to a studio anymore to record or is the technology evolved to the point where you you can have your own portable studio or how does that work that's ironic that's funny that's funny actually i literally just came from the barbershop and they were just talking about that too because really? they yeah uh the dude his his like yeah he's like yo your brother he sounds he's, he's nice but he need to go to a studio because like the quality of the track is not really there like and right. he was like he been recording off his phone or whatever so they was like, you know what I mean? He need to go to the studio. But I, honestly, I feel like you do need to go to the studio. I mean, if you got the equipment where, you know what I mean, you could do it and it's going to sound good, that's cool. Like, because honestly, the engineer makes the song. You feel me? So if the engineer is good, like, he could cut, like kind of cut out any type of noise or whatever, you know, that's in there. But yeah, I, I feel like, honestly, for me, I just love being in the studio because I just love the vibe and, you know, I love, like... yeah. You know, everything about it is dope. All right, let's get into some of the more, some of your particular projects and the business aspect of it. Well, first of all, so are you signed with a label right now? Um, Nah, so I was, like, I was, like, signed. I got out of the contract, basically. I was signed to an uh, indie label. It was getting distribution from Universal. You know I mean, I'm not going to, like, say so much on them. I'm not going to give them a uh, clout or whatever they want. You yeah. Me? Uh. Yeah, like they was they I don't know, they just try to they try to get me out that contract. Like you know what I mean, like they tried to get me, so I just got out that contract and all that. But yeah, I was signed to uh NBA label, but not anymore, I'm independent. That's what yeah, that's what I've um I've heard from some other people that it can be good signing to a label, obviously for commercial reasons, because they can distribute your shit and help you market your shit, but it can also be bad in the sense that they can constrain you as an artist in particular exactly. ways. Like you're selling out your soul or something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's a fact. It's just depending on, like, what you, like, your demand. So, like, you don't have demand and, you know, you got a lot of people checking for you or whatever, then you honestly tell her whatever you want. Like, you tell her what type of deal you want, whatever. That wasn't the case for me. So, like, you feel me? Like, it was just like, I, like, I just want to see the experience and see what's going on. But they, yeah, they really just try to jerk me out that deal. Yeah. How did you... Oh, yeah. How did you come up with the name Swank Davis? Where did that um, originate from? So Swank, like, you know, like, as, you know, just younger, you know, listening to different music and just knowing, you know, vocabulary and stuff like that. Swank is just, like, obviously, like, you know, swaggy to me, like, upper echelon, like, you know what I mean, type of feel. So 
and then it was like Joey, like when Joey started jacking the swing too, it was just like a big plus. <laughs> I love Joey like back in the day too. Like I mean, I still I still listen to Joey music, everything, you know what I mean? But it was just a big plus. Um, you know what I mean? So I yeah, I, I took that part and then um it was like a Bronx uh DJ, you know what I mean, like artist, whatever, uh named Larry Davis and you know, he got into a lot of stuff like, you know what I mean, just around the neighborhood, but yeah, for the most part, like I like took his mantra and I believe like what he stood up stood for, and you know what I mean like. Hmm. Dude, has Joey come out with stuff recently? I haven't. He he, he like he's doing his little model thing. He kind of trying to get on his mobile status, so sometimes he'll drop, but yeah, not really. Yeah, that's I feel like, like I haven't, not, like, heard him in a minute. Yeah, that's like a lot of these artists that we was listening to back in the day. Like, they're at a, a point in their career where it's just like, I just want to do other things. Like, I want to make other type of money. I'm already, I already made this amount of money from rap. So, like, now yeah. I want right, to it's Yeah, there's, like, the money aspect. It's also, like, right, I've already proved I can do this. Let mm-hmm. me see if I can exemplify different parts of my artistic it's soul. Not, well. it's not, yeah, Joey blew up so fucking young. He's like 17. Yeah, yeah. Yo, but you want to have funny? That's the new norm nowadays. Like, blown up young? Yeah, nowadays, the, that's that's who's blowing up. The younger people, like 17, 16. Yeah. Like, you know, the YBNs and uh, like Lil Tuckers and, you know, people like that. Like, they're young. You know what I mean? NBA young boys and, you know, stuff like that. They're young. That's like the new wave. That's, yeah, well, Jesus, I'm fucking 24. Like, they set the, the, the blueprint for that. Yeah. So, also, yeah, another question. Do you have, it seems as if from watching your videos that you have a group of people that you're kind of collaborating with pretty yeah. frequently? Yeah, you, yeah. So, how did that come about in terms of that collaboration? I just feel like I'm a people's person, honestly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people just generally draw towards me. So, like, and, you know, I feel off my energy. Like, if you got good vibes, I definitely work and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, like, just as people that I know and a lot of the people that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was hanging around with, they kind of saw what I was doing or they was actually doing their own thing, too. And they were just like, yo, like, you you kind of, like, been doing this. Like, you've been on your little thing. You feel me? Like, what, what, should, like, what should I do? Or, or let's collaborate on sign. Or, you know what I mean? Sign. Like, so, like, just people that be around, like those are definitely like every everybody I collaborate with, uh, like I'm cool with and stuff like that. Yeah. Also for the music video that you put out with some of these people or the multiple music videos, what's are you the creative genius behind that or how do you plan out the what's so, where you're gonna be in the music video, where you're gonna be doing, just the logistics of that? Uh, so basically, yeah, like I, I'm a director and you know myself, I don't actually shoot the videos, but I told. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, like, yeah, I uh, I plan out a lot of stuff, and it, it, it's it's funny, too, like, because I always say, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, music is just a platform for me. Like, I love music and everything that music brings, but I want to do everything, you feel me? So, I, I want to direct movies. I want to act in movies, you know, stuff like that, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, I'm, like, you, like a, just I do a lot of roles. Right. What about? Well, okay. Let's let's circle back and talk about some of your particular albums. So my understanding is you put out one mixtape album. I don't know what it's called. Vincent Van Gogh. 
And then yeah. another Gangsters and Players. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. So um, Vincent Van Gogh was actually a mixtape. And Gangsters and Players, uh, I think that was an EP. Uh, I don't know if you got it up right now or whatever, but I think I think it was like, what, eight songs on it or something like that? Eight, nine songs. That was an EP. Like It was a collaboration EP. What's the distinction between a mixtape and an EP? Honestly, like nowadays, honestly, like the lines is blurred. Like, right. I mean, nowadays people they they drop a project because it's all projects nowadays. You feel me? So like they will drop a project and they won't celebrate and they'll just call it a mixtape. You know what I'm saying? When they they wanted it to be their album. Yeah. But, yeah, like nowadays, like honestly, like just mix like a mixtape and an album, like. Album is more ready, it's more thought out, more marketed, and right. you know what I mean? stuff like that, like more like original content and stuff like that. With a mixtape, you could have anybody's beats or whatever, you know what I mean? That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I thought. With albums, there's kind of a more holistic vision behind it, and with albums, you really have to listen to it chronologically because it's not just a bunch of isolated songs. It's actually a story. Exactly. And one thing that sucks about um, just how easy it is to stream content online is I feel like not as many people are listening to the whole thing chronologically anymore. It used to be you have to buy like a fucking record or a CD and you'd kind of have to listen to the whole thing. Now you can just buy individual songs. Like the, for some reason, like this clicked in my head, like so late in my life. Like I used to just listen to random isolated songs. And then one, I had an experience on acid where it was right after K dot dropped damn. Okay. And I listened to the whole thing through. And it was literally the most transcendental, amazing, like psychedelic experience. Like I didn't realize, sorry, I didn't realize you could connect with music on that profound of a level. Like it was insane, yeah. and just the whole, like holistic unity of it. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, I, it's crazy. Like that's why I love music so much because it, it, you could relate to it to life. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a song for everything. You know what I'm saying? It's a project for everything. Anything that you're going through, uh, you know what I mean? Just any mood that you're in, whatever, you could kind of re- relate to it. What was the um, reasoning behind naming the first one Vincent Van Gogh? What was the idea there? Vincent Van Gogh has always been my favorite, like, painter since I was, like, third grade. Like, honestly, like, I had the book, you know what I mean? I had Starry Night, like, everything, you know? Everything. And it was, like, nobody's know that. Nobody knows that, you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was, and, like, I just came out, like, yo... I'm going to name it like this, you feel me? And like, I low-key low had that name in mind for two years, honestly. Really? Um, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I just know, like, I'm an artist, you feel me? Like, I'm a I'm a dope artist, but I feel like I'm, I'm misunderstood a lot, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like Vincent was on that same type of trajectory, like, trajectory and, um, you know what I mean? Like, just the artistic standpoint, it was, it was dope, you know what I mean? So, like... Definitely, I, I related to like a lot of the stories inside the tape to you know his life also. He cut off. He's the dude that cut off his ear, right? He cut off his ear. Yeah, it's, yeah, I like insane people. Yeah, he was crazy. He was crazy. He cut off his ear because he thought his brother was going to leave him. I mean, his brother was going to leave him, but he didn't want his brother to leave him. So he's like, "Yo, t- you got to take care of me." You know what I mean? Wait, was that actually the reasoning? Yeah. <laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> That's crazy. That's what they tell you. <laughs> you got to stay now. Sorry. Yeah, I, what, I, what about uh, Gangsters and Players? What was, how did that, like, I guess, yeah, what's the, how does that uh, vision behind that uh, so different from the first one? And what's the reasoning behind the name? 
We actually recorded gangsters and plays um while I was recording Vincent Van Gogh. Okay. And, um, like literally right after, like jump right straight into it. I mean, and uh, it took a year. It took a year just because we wasn't focused on uh, you know, the studio visits. For that say we were just focused on our own separate thing. You know I mean, where I was going to the studio with my boy and like like I like I don't know if you listen to that tape, but our chemistry is just so like you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it is dope. You feel me? So like 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 musically and shit, like where we where we just like we, we come up with anything. Um so like we just recorded the first it's it's ironic too because the last song on that tape is the first song we recorded, and the, the first song on that tape is the last song we recorded. So the first song we recorded was uh, 95, um, in which I was just like, yo, this is dope. Like, you feel me? And I'm like, yo, I honestly, like, a lot of my music is pain music. It goes to the struggle and, you know what I mean, a lot of stuff that, you know, a lot of inner city people could relate to and stuff like that is where my boy, he, he relates to, like, you know, a lot of females, and, you know, he makes music for, like, in the R&B line. So it was just like, I was like, yo, you could touch my fan base and I could touch yours. You know what I'm saying? If we come come up with this and you know what I mean, put this shit together well. So yeah. And then gangsters and players, I feel like that just like that's our persona. You know what I mean? Like he got that little player type of you know like like not lifestyle, but like just that persona. And I got that little gangster. That's, that's they say I got this little gangster type of you know what I mean like mantra and, and, and you know what I mean aura. So. Do you struggle with perfectionism as an artist? Like, yeah. is, do you have the sense, like, yeah. you're going to put something out, but you're like, I know I can make it better, but it gets to the point where, for me, whether it's writing or philosophy or whatever domain, if I'm writing a paper, yeah. a lot of times the perfectionism can actually inhibit productivity because nothing's ever good enough, so therefore I never actually produce something. So now i am try to find the, But then I just kind of have to realize that and lower the perfectionism and know that yeah you can make it better but at some point you just have to start producing yeah so it, it, that's like a a big question to answer you feel me because it's like <laughs> it's part, yeah it's part like because it's like perfectionism in different types of aspects like there's a perfectionism in uh your recording process and then you know in the business aspect and you know putting things out i struggle with the uh per, like the aspect of putting things out because i, I like I'll record the song. I'll tell you, I, I record like last time I went to the studio. I only did one song. I only got like an hour, but I literally recorded the song in 20 minutes. Like, fin- like recorded and mixed in 20 minutes. You feel me? And it's like, I'm like, I'll just record. Like that's easy. Like the recording process is easy. I'll do quick on it. But when I think about putting it out, I think about marketing. I think about branding. Like such, like you know what I brought up in the beginning. And it's like. That's like that's big, you know what I mean? That's big to me. So it's like I, I I won't put out a song unless it's really ready to be marketed right. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> How often do you perform? Uh, I perform like I perform a lot. Like I've been slowing down on the performances low like lately. Like not lately. I've been picking them actually back up. But I went through a period where I slowed down. Because I had a lot of, you know, issues and stuff going on in my life where, you know, I mean, I had to attention. But, yeah, I perform a lot. Um, for real, for real, they just, but they canceled the show on uh, August the 15th. But we were supposed to go out to Cali. To, uh, so I was supposed to open up for Stunner Vegas. I don't know if you know Stunner Vegas. But, no. yeah, 
He um, you know the baby, right? I don't think so. No, the I'm not baby, as tuned in as I should be, man. Yeah, so I so the baby he got like this hit single called Shook, and uh, oh. he got this artist, artist under him uh, named Stunner for Vegas, and you know he he doing his thing. I was supposed to open up for him in Oakland. They Why canceled the, the show. Why'd they cancel? Because they it wasn't a turnout that they expected. Like they wanted more people, I guess, to buy tickets, and I was like. Yeah, I mean they they didn't have it. So. Do you do you really enjoy performing, or are you the most at peace in the studio, and you're just doing it because that's a part of what you have to do to make money, or is it like that's, or is it that that's like the peak for you in terms of everything else that goes on in the rap game? I like yeah, I like I'm the most comfortable in the studio because I it's just me and my thoughts. You know what I mean? Like even if there's a room full of people, just me and my thoughts there. You know what I'm saying? So like, but I like I like uh, performing. I definitely like performing and getting in front of the crowd. You know, just putting on the show and entertaining the people because you know they they the ones buying the music. So it's like kind of me giving back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you ever freestyle or or modify your songs when you're performing? Yeah, yeah. On the spot. Yeah, it's just being an artist. Like so, you know, sometimes you might have like. A situation you go through that day or whatever, you know what I mean? You might just add that part in. But I feel like it is like it comes with comfortability, you know what I mean? Like if you're comfortable on that stage, you could do things like that. With, you know what I mean? It's, if you're not, you're not mm-hmm. more, it's going to go straight through the song. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because if you're just kind of, repeat, if you're just repeating the exact words and the exact rhythm that you used when recording it initially, then it almost becomes just repetitive and automated to the point where it's not authentic anymore. So it seems like some, it seems like performing like that, if you want to optimize the performance would demand some level of spontaneity and, and creativity on the spot just to add some freshness to the song. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it just really depends on what point in your career you at too. Like, you feel me? If you've been performing and stuff like that, you just go on off rip. Like that's going to be like second nature. It's, it's to oppose it. If you haven't, you're not going to really do that. But it makes the show, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What's the best performance that you've had or the one that sticks out in memory the most? Um, I opened up for A Boogie um, in, at Hobart. I don't yeah. know if you're, you're familiar with Hobart and William Smith. I, I know. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I performed over there uh, for A Boogie. It was probably like you know, like a thousand to two thousand people. And it was just like it was it was a dope show. Like I brought a lot of people out. You know I mean, like a lot of my friends got to enjoy the show. Just, you know what I mean? It, like being it, like the perks of you know what I mean, like rapping and stuff like that. Like they really got to enjoy that. And I, that's what I really do it for. Like for real, you know what I mean? Friends and family and just the people that don't got that voice or whatever. Like you know what I mean, I do it for them. Yeah. What are you working on right now? What's the project that you have in the works? Um, so I got like a I got a group, you know what I mean, called uh a you know what I mean me and Nim is actually the co founders of this group. Dude, was that Nim in that video by the way? Yeah, Nim and uh and TJ. Oh yeah, I didn't even spot TJ. Yeah, TJ was in both videos. Um Nim was in Casino, Fox. So uh, me and them is actually like the the co-founders of this uh, label called AOP, accidentally on purpose. Um, okay. My next tape is actually gonna be called accidentally on purpose. Like, 
this is this is this is a you know world premiere right now. It's like the first time I actually saying this for real. But yeah, I just literally figured that out this week. First, I wanna just uh, I wanna wrap something for you. It doesn't need to go on the podcast, but can't help it. Just can't help, can't help myself. Nah, I already know how it go. I don't know if this is the right beat for it. Yeah. Of all the fame and everything I ever sought to gain. Ecstatic that I slipped into the rap game. Driven by the magic, tragic story of a lost dame. Girl, you know you made me feel like Superman. Now I'm trying to make the public understand that goddamn. Massive stain that you left on my brain Rendered psychologically insane when you left on the streets of DC in the rain Oh my fam, here we go again, doing what you can to amend the scars of the next Angel demon girlfriend, damn, here we go again, what, what, whoa Girl, I'll show you I can rock the nation Inspire motivation to the masses with these rhymes Drink creation from the gauntlet of my mind This is me awaking from a daydream with distorted time Awaken from a daydream, call it 2019 and I'm feeling fine Know my legacy will be divine Haters, you will see young CT come alive. True lyrical OG. Listen, guys, might just be a genius on the low key. Oh, my, coming from philosophy so high off the academic vibe. Yeah, doing what you can to survive in a lonely scholar life. Even though you don't even know strife. Got that new age flow. Doesn't mean you rap right. Old school, motherfucker. That's how you rap tight. Woo! Yeah, here we go again. Learn another lesson. In that mental health shit, got to admit, all my problems, kid, are self-constructed. Mmm, you don't know just how far this rap could go, even though you never done it before, son, you could close the door on all the doubts, demons in your mind are gonna shout. Yeah, that was one verse. That shit, oh, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't even know you was there at that point, you feel me? That shit fire though, you feel me? Like your flow, all that shit, you feel me? Like I fuck with it. I definitely fuck with it. Words, everything, you feel me? True lyrics, all that shit, I fuck with it, you feel me? Telling the whole story and shit. I feel like I know Shorty, you feel me? <laughs> I feel like I know Shorty. Yeah, dude, a lot of it was about uh, this breakup that I've been going through. And uh, yeah, I'm not looking for compliments per se, but I just... um. Again, I've just been doing this like on my own time, writing to beats, and it's just uh, I haven't been able to like communicate it with anyone, you know. Yeah. What I'm and I just don't know how like to. I want to get to the point where I'm actually making music and not just writing to it. Yeah, yeah. so I definitely think. I mean, honestly, like me, like I feel like because I'm always like, you know what I mean? I'm gonna tell you the good and I'm gonna tell you the bad. So like. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Lay on me. Yeah, you feel me? Like I'm, I'm, I would hope like everybody would do that for me, so I do that for everybody else. You know what I mean? But yes. But like um, just you know, just like kind of with like delivery, like you feel me? Like just adding your own swag to it. You feel me? Like because I hear a lot of Kendrick or I hear a lot of M and Kendrick. You feel me in there? But yeah, I want to know you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know I've gotten mean? that. I've gotten that criticism from um. Another one of my friends who I played it to was just like, yeah, dude, you got the flow, you got the lyrics, but I like it seems like there's more Kendrick, yeah. and that's why that's why I feel like for me it's um like my natural persona or delivery I think isn't gonna be as like raw and aggressive. I think I'm more of like a 
a, a sing-songy rapper where like it can kind of combine the melodic aspect of it with yeah. the rapping where it's yeah. not because i'm like i'm not like an aggressive person you know yeah. so it's like uh me that's what i'm saying though i want to hear more of you because like honestly like that's where it, it become authentic and it comes it becomes like but like every song i do i know automatically it's a hit you feel me like i have not created a song where i felt like it wasn't a hit you feel yeah. me no, every song I do is a hit because I know it's me and it's authentic and I'm like really saying like, yo, people tell me like, yo, I love your voice so much. You feel me? I love your voice. I love your voice. And it's just, I'm talking. You feel me? I'm just talking. I might say it in a faster pace than how you do or, you know I mean, in a different flow yeah. and a technique, but I'm talking. You feel me? So like. So then you know it's, you know it's you because you're talking and you're not trying to exactly. like, say something. It's just like you're talking, but I'm just, like, I'm telling you a story. Exactly. I mean, that story, like, regardless, like, that story's still gonna come from you. It came from inside of you. You feel me? Regardless, even if the story's not even yours, you tell you the you the storyteller. You feel me? Mm -hmm. But it's just more so on just how you deliver it. You feel mm -hmm. me? Yeah. Like, hey, you more melodic and stuff like that. So try to incorporate that. Like, you know, listen. Like, actually listen to these new artists because that's what their their lane is. You feel me? I had to. I had to, because I'm a rapper, you feel me? I'm, a, I'm an artist, you feel me? But I'm a rapper, artist, where I'm going to give you more, like, I'm going to have flow, I'm going to have delivery, all that shit, but I'm going to give you, like, more bars and, you know, flow in terms to, to sing to you. I'm not going to sing to you like that, you feel me? Maybe if I do mess with the auto tune, like, yeah, I do. You know what I mean? I do my thing, but I'm not going to sing you for the most part. So, yeah. Know and you know what it is, dude? I, th I feel like I'm at the point where, like, I'm just kind of starting. So, like, I want to prove to people that I have bars. Yeah. So because of that, I'm tending to be more aggressive. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, you have bars and the writing's good. But it sounds like uh, oh, actually, kind of a actually, Kendrick wannabe. It's, it's actually dope. It's not even just good. Like, the, the writing is dope. You feel me? Like, and it's like, just be you. You feel me? That's what it is. Like, yeah. A lot of these people, they get on. You ever notice, like, a lot of people, they might sound similar, but they got their own little swag, too, you feel me? It's because that's them. Like, that's their life, their, their strife, their, their happiness, all that shit combined into one, you feel me? And they, you know what I mean? They just telling their shit. Yeah, man. No, that's really good advice. Honestly, I appreciate that shit. It's just tough. Sometimes it's, like, even, I'm, I'm not even, like, consciously trying to impersonate somebody but i just kind of end up falling into that that rhythm same. that that kendrick Trust exemplifies me. i was the same way when i first started out you know what i'm saying i understand like i look i understand if nobody understands that shit i understand that shit. i was literally the same way you feel me trying fucking rap like joey badass or asap Rocky, or you know what i mean 50 or you know what i mean shit like that is to where had to really find myself and find my own sound. And that's all it is, like finding your sound, you feel me? That's what that's when people say that shit. Like that's what it really is. Just finding your sound and really coming about it your way. You know what I mean? You could like literally like like uh, allegedly like Drake is notorious for taking people's flows. <laughs> he adds his own little thing, so it's Drake, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. Here, let me uh let me try to wanna freestyle a little bit? You yeah. Know? You could Because I feel like it's a lot of time. A lot of times, it's easier to find that voice just when you're freestyling. Yeah. You know, exactly, because it's exactly, exactly, exactly. Right. and I, I, some, I still do it to this day. You know I mean, I might just freestyle, or I might just add different shit. Like, you feel me? 
where it's like I'm manipulating my voice and I'm trying to, you know what I mean, go about it the right way. Yeah, just like trying new things and being experimental. Because, yeah, I feel like it's so easy to get caught like in that same flow and you're just caught in it. Like, you got to mix it up. But that that's like low-key, low like I'm like creating and I actually, I'm not going to the studio right now because I feel like I'm in that, that little aspect where I'm just, I need to find new inspiration and stuff like that because I'm working on the tape. So I need to find new inspiration. I'm stuck in that little same pattern where I need to diversify the sound. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, maybe it's fear. Like I'm scared to like, mix. I don't know. Oh, let me just like, but yeah, it's, it's tough. I like the slower beats, I think. I think that's like more my thing. Because it's also like finding what beat matches your innate delivery or whatever. Because yeah, yeah, like, you know, I did all that singing shit at Berkshire, you know, with the... Uh, <laughs> even when I lie awake, even when you stay ablaze, and you say that my rhymes are great, girl, you the farthest thing from fake, oh... Just like to dance and shake, yeah. I like that song. Wake up and we bake, put that makeup on your face, girl. We might just have to change pace in order to win this rap race. I'ma take the rap game to a new place. And try to chase every vision that I've ever made, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, life give me lemons, I'ma make some lemonade. Look, listen, babe, wordsmith, that's my trade. You know I'm fucking self-made. Yeah, jaded, faded on the beat, and I stay right where I am. And girl, you stay right where you lay. Cause we could make some fucking hay out of today. I could take the fucking subway and come your way. Oh, you don't know just how far this rap shit could go. Even though you've never done it before. So I think that you could close the door. Mm, yeah, got that new age flow trapped in my soul. Bitches find me so damn cold, but I think I'm growing old. Don't know what I'm gonna do, what I'm told. Cause every lie I've been sold is igniting a fire in my soul. That desire manifested so cold. I don't think I could pass every test to get arrested. Try to get ahead, recognize I'm blessed. Mmm. Recognize I'm blessed. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, that's more you. you feel me? Yeah, that like, feels more like, me. I heard that, so you feel me? So that's that shit that you got. Like, I like I don't know. Like, I just, like, pointed out. I was like, yo, I like that tone. You feel me? Like, I like, because I'm actually looking for something like that. Like, um, like a single one I'm trying to make. Like, where it's kind of, it's like a dark, melodic, you feel me? Type of like song, like just that tone that it was giving me. Like I was, I was working with that. I'm looking for that. You feel me? So like definitely, definitely. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It just seems like I gravitate more towards the sing rapping when I'm and, being. Yeah, I don't know, man. See that shit. Work on that shit. You feel me? Work on all of it, but really work on that shit because it's like that shit lame. 
you don't ever want to, you don't, you don't want to be a basketball player and be on the field. You feel me? Like that's not your lane. You know what I mean? You don't want to be in the ice hockey ring. That's not your lane. You know what I mean? You got to stick to your lane, know the guns, and then start experimenting. Like I said, like, that's like, that come on, like, what we were talking about earlier with the beats and all that. Like, I feel like the beats is not my lane right now. I just feel like I should be tailoring my craft and really honing in on everything business-wise and stuff like that is where I could mess with the beats later. You know what I mean? I'm going to definitely do it, but I'm going to just mess with it later where I'm, like, where I already got my 10,000 hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you need to be an expert, right? Exactly. You feel me? You need to so, be a master. So, what do you like? What's the next step for someone like me? Would you say? Like, is it just finding? Is it finding a beat that? And so, I'm not trying to make this. I know this. I'm supposed to be interviewing you. Yeah, you're good. But um, yeah, is it? Go ahead. I need you like create a song, like an actual structure of a song. You feel me? Whereas you actually like studying, like. I feel like studying, like studying technicality, like how people, cause it's it's a it's a it's a it's a like for me, it's a science behind it. You feel me? Like honestly, like too, like when you rap, like just the way you move your tongue or how, like you know what I mean, put like how open, like how like how you open your mouth pose. You feel me? All types of shit. It's just like all types of shit. You feel me? So it's like. It, but in I, terms of like making like high quality audio. What I like, so I would have to like, yeah, write the song and I guess find a beat and buy a beat off someone or find like a friend who makes beats. Because yeah. again, I'm just like yeah, yeah. fucking philosophy kid writing raps on YouTube right now. Like, what do you want to do? That's the question. I want to make music, man. I don't necessarily want to. Um, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to you want to make music? That's it. Like, you want to just record or like, what's your end game? You feel me? My end, I mean, ideally to make music that. I think captures my artistic essence, which people will listen to. Now, do I want to necessarily like, do I have dreams of becoming a famous rapper? Not necessarily, man. It's more just something that I feel like not only that I want to do, but I need to do because I'm just constantly singing like all the time, like to, to my friend's annoyance, you know, they're like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like you're literally singing all the time. You love music. Like, why not like just at least make music, you know? So like it's really just that right now. I don't necessarily have like this fine grained vision of you know like blowing up into the mainstream per se. I, like I say I would say yeah. I feel like you should find a vision. Not even saying like oh trying to blow up or whatever. Just find an actual vision or uh, uh like uh, something that you could go down like where you could set up an actual plan. You feel me? Where you're checking off goals every week or doing this down the third. You feel me? Because like. Like, oh, okay. So you're saying like a more practical, because I have the artistic vision, I feel like. You're, yeah. But you're saying a more practical vision in terms yeah. of how you're going to manifest that artistic vision. That, that's like the uh, the talent, hard work beats talent when uh, talent don't work hard. You feel me? Basically, like you could, yeah, you could be making music, whatever. But if you never work on the actual how this is supposed to go or whatever like that, you know what I mean? You're never going to really do it right, right? So you want to make music. That's that's good for you, but you also want to do it right. Also, you feel me? Because you won't do it justice if you don't do it right. Right. So you feel me? Like it's just like honestly, like finding finding people that you could you could rely on, like to you know, like make beats or yeah. You know I mean, if you find a producer, this beat stars, there's plenty of you know producers online, like where 
you could find producers and build connections with whatever. You feel me? And you know what I mean? Just go about it that way. Buy the beats. You know I mean, like only if you're gonna actually record and put out the songs. If you're not gonna actually record and put out the songs, you don't need to buy the beats. You know I mean? But if you want to actually record and get into that process of putting out songs, like buy the beats. You know what I mean? Make sure like make sure you're actually like writing structure. Like you know what I mean, a song don't always have to be chorus, verse, chorus, verse. Like right. you know I mean, you bridges. You can do everything. Just make sure that it flows. You know what I mean, the song like you know music theory. You feel know I me? Mean? It just it, it's a it's a song. You feel know I me? Mean? So. Yeah, it seems like it's really expensive to buy some beats, or at least to buy them where you have exclusive access to them or whatever, where you're the main. Because like yeah. I, I I was like I was just rapping on this beat on YouTube and it says buy here and I click on the link, and there are like different prices for different plans. Yeah. One of the plans like exclusive, so like you're the only artist who has the right to that beat and you yeah. can really profit off of it, and that's just mad expensive. So I'm like, damn, I gotta find if I if that's the route I want to go and I can't find someone who can make it for me, yeah. then yeah. Like I gotta find one that I really fuck with, cause that's a lot of yeah. money. That's why, that's why I build like, and you know, I, I build the relationships that I do because, yo, honestly, some of these producers, top producers in the game, like Metro Boomin, um, Southside, like you know, 808 Mafia, and you know what I mean, Stuff, like people like that, whatever, they charging fifty thousand a beat, twenty five thousand a beat, you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> it's it's like it's expensive. It really do get expensive, like, for real, like. I mean, it, it's just moving about it small. You feel me? Beats could range from twenty, from ten to uh, ten to uh, fifty, a hundred, like just for leases. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Not even yeah. for the rights, not for the trackouts, not for the waves, none of that. Just for le- like the regular MP3. So like, yeah, it could get expensive. Man, I'll take this time out to shout out my producers, man. Shout out the uh, Sugar yeah. producers. Shout out to uh, Sugar Beat. Shout out to uh, Kochi. Shout out to Young Nav. You feel me? Because I feel like that's like a lot of producers, like they don't get the credit for, you know what I mean? Like what yeah. they, they do. And it's I mean, it's crazy. Like the beats that these guys come up with, like, I mean, like they like really dope. And right. like, honestly, like, I think these people, like they're the best in the game. Like Young Nav, Young Nav the whole Vincent Van Gogh was done by Young Nav. One, one person. One person made all those beats, several one song, which is uh, winners and losers, and that was uh, that was my boy. You feel me? Uh, 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 I'm trying to remember who made that. Winners and losers. I don't want to do him dirty. <laughs> but well, yeah, you remember. But it goes back to what we were talking about. I feel like just how beat making is its own art. Maybe an analogy can be made. Go ahead. That was my boy Dolo Desi, man. Shout out to Dolo Desi, man. Like, you feel me? Yeah. Shout out to Dolo Desi. Yeah, by yeah. the way, send me, uh, after we're done with this shit, send me any links, obviously your own links, but if you want to, like, promote some other people, like producers, like, send me their shit, too, and I can just embed all that shit. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Um, maybe an analogy can be made between uh, making music and, and uh, movies to some extent it's like people always just give all the credit to the actors and actresses and focus on that and not the directors who are kind of in a lot of cases the creative geniuses behind the work and and right yeah yeah or the writers right they're just not like forefront whereas rap it's like your voice you're performing but there's all this other shit that goes into the holistic product the engineers the the you know i mean the managers all that, like, you know what I mean? They all deserve shout-outs. They all deserve that forefront position also, you feel me? Because without them, like, a lot of us wouldn't be who we are today, you feel me? Or we wouldn't be nothing at all. So, yeah. 
I know what I like. I know like my engineer is dope. I feel like my engineer is like one of the best in New York, bro. So like without my engineer, it's just like where do I go? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like <laughs> what? So what's um what's your? So we just talked about like in terms of making the music. Once you have the music made, what's your go? What's your pl- go to in terms of advertising the music what are some strategies that you employ especially now that you're an independent artist without a label um how do you go about advertising i just you know find it you could find it just really depend on you like you know a lot of people like you know what i mean there's word of mouth there's you know what i mean it's posting it on social media you know finding different pr companies to try to like you know promote and get in front of the faces where you're not able to get in front of and touch and stuff like that you know there's people in China that listens to rap. There's people in Morocco that listens to rap. There's, you know what I mean? People everywhere that listens to rap or whatever. So, like, just getting to, you know what I mean? Those type of people you're not able to get market to and get to, um, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Uh, kind of, you know, videos, like, you know, album releases, et cetera. Like, just building a whole marketing plan around that single and stuff like that. Yeah, because it seems like a lot of times those who have a better marketing plan are the ones that end up being successful. Because I'll just go on to SoundCloud, man, and there's a shit ton of talent. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to all kinds of rappers. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, there's a lot of talented people out there. But only a few of these people are rising up exactly. through the ranks to the mainstream or whatnot. And it seems like the distinguishing factor in that case isn't necessarily talent. And it's not even necessarily the quality of the music. I guess some of it's luck, but some of it's definitely marketing strategy, right? Well, almost all marketing, for real, like, Unless you really got marketing like uh six nine like Takashi six nine, like yeah he he you saw his marketing strategy like he he was a good like you know market and like that's why he had so many Billboard hits or whatever you feel me just because like he had a great market I I don't condone anything he do or whatever but you feel me like <laughs> like when he in like yeah you know I mean I don't condone like yeah but I don't yeah you feel me but he had a good marketing like strategy. I guess my worry there, just like as an artist, is like sometimes it seems like the marketing strategy can inhibit authenticity. Like you're doing all these things to get noticed. You're like, hey, yo, look at me, look at me. Like I'm going to do all this. I'm going to wear all this like just to get attention. And uh, the authenticity gets left by the wayside. And I feel like that general point can be made just with respect to journalism and news in general, right? Like people like in journalism, to take an analogy, people don't really care about the truth as much as they care about sensationalism. Yeah, you know, because that's what gets clicks. So yeah, you're just going to do whatever you can to get noticed and to get clicks to the but, detriment of uh, your authenticity. Yeah, but but how do you square that? Because, like, you you know, I don't know. You got you to gotta figure out what you want out of this game. Do you want to be here for, long, like, longevity? Or you want to just be here for now and not remember tomorrow? Like, if you really almost notice, like, if you notice a lot, all the, like, a lot of the rappers that's doing that kind of clickbait things and, you know, just trying to make themselves aware that they're, they're like the one hit wonders and they you know they, they come out with the breakout singles or they might have another single but that's really it you know what i mean it was where it's to the people like drake kendrick j cole you know tory lanes or you know I mean? people like that they they built a long legitimate like fan base for on being themselves you know what i mean yeah um all right, man. I think those are all the questions I want to get to. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything. Studio. Yeah. Thanks, just please. Is there anything else that you wanted to, I don't know, plug or anything else like that? Get um, out there. 
Man, uh, I mean, like, you yeah, know, nah, just be on the lookout for that, you know, new tape coming out. You know what I mean? AOP accidentally on purpose is going to probably come out, like, you know what I mean? Somewhere in the uh, winter, you know, late end of the year, early next year. Uh, you know, just look out for that. We all got stuff moving, you know what I mean? Like, look out for our new our new clothing line, man. Like I said, shout out to Nim. You know what I mean? Without him, like, a lot of this wouldn't even be possible. Like Nim was always very fashionable as fuck. Yeah, OD, come on. You you know how we was rocking back in the day, man. Like, <laughs> I miss you, Nim, if you're listening to this. I don't know. Shout out to Nim, man. You feel me? Swag on our swag honey. You know the vibes. But yeah, like... It's just like a lot of people, like a lot of, lot of shit, like that we about to do, it's about to be unseen, like not even unseen, but just we gonna take the game by storm for real, like start of, like end of the year, start of next year, we really gonna come crazy and like I mean I just stay tuned, that's what it is. Yeah, dude, that that uh, I really like that casino video. I don't know if I've said that in the context of this podcast yet, but it, I, I like all your videos, but that one just seemed. I don't know, at another level in terms of the just um, not necessarily the music per se, but yeah. the the video quality of it. it. It felt more professional to me. Yeah, yeah. So like the, the dude that's doing shout out to Static too, man, cause he he's dope. He's dope. You know, Static shoots all the videos. Um, he like he just like I don't know, like he just real good for real. And I think he low key like started like a year ago or two years ago, something like that. Like it's crazy. Like you know what I mean, so like when I uh. When my paid in full video dropped, I first worked with Static like on my boy's video, uh, uh, Angel One PH. You know what I mean? He shot a video called Revenge, and um, we shot that in Brooklyn. And you know what I mean? I just worked with him. I saw how he, he just made his video. I'm like, yo, this is dope. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just was like, I right, like, I'm gonna mess with it. So, uh, basically, I like shot paid in full, and paid in full like that. That video she was freezing. It was cold as hell. Like. I, like everything was on spot. I made that whole concept on spot. Everything like in like I'm really shooting the video and I'm making scenes and shit like that. You feel me? So like, like everything was just like right there. He was able to just capture my full vision and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it was like dope. And then like when it came to Casino, I think Paid in Full was shot in December 2018. Casino was shot in um, February 2019. Um, and when we shot Casino. He was just on a whole nother level. Even right now, he's on a whole level level. I mean, he's done like Jay Chris videos and you know what I mean, a lot of people's videos and stuff like that. So like he's on a whole nother level. Like it was just like crazy where he was at. And it's like I can't wait to work with him now because like the concepts I got right now, you know, everything I got in my head is just like it's retarded. You know what I mean? We're gonna go crazy. Yeah, I feel like that is I guess I'll end with this. I feel I feel like that is like the key in many different art forms. It's not about trying to just kind of tying a lot of different themes that we've been talking about. It's not necessarily about trying to be something you're not, but it's capturing that authentic self that you have. Like when you're just singing alone in your room, or if it's stand-up yes. comedy, it, you're not like trying to. Be, you're not trying to be funny. If you try to be funny, you're not funny, right? You're trying exactly. to. You're just being you authentically in an inauthentic context, namely on a stage in front of people. And I feel like it's the same thing with rap. You're not, yeah. you're not like playing a part. It's just you authentically in an authentic context in a way. See, that's the funny thing about this, the, the game right now too. Like a lot of these rappers are playing a role. Like they're not who like, they say they are. That's, and, that's what I hate about it. That's what it is. Like, I don't know, for me, like, as soon as them, the, the lights start, you know what I mean, the lights come on, it's time to perform, you feel me? Like, like as soon as the camera start rolling, I'm, like, to myself, like, I just feel like 
like something else takes over me. Like that's that's where like 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 I got like you know what I mean like where uh, you know what I mean other people they just they talk to me and they like yo who am I talking to? I'm talking to I'm talking to Eric or I'm talking to Swing. You feel me? Because <laughs> like, like who are you, man? Yeah, it's just like. I feel like my most self, you know what I'm saying? I feel like everything, like, you know what I mean, is I maneuver through the world, you know what I mean? Sometimes you, it's just me being, you know what I mean, who I am in, in my stature, like, I'll be, I have to maneuver correct, you feel me? I have to, like, kind of, like, not hold things back, like, I'll never hold nothing back, but it's just, like, I have to, like, kind of push stuff to the side or whatever, you feel me? Is where when them, them the cameras is rolling or whatever, I get to be me, you feel me? Like, I could unapologetically un- be myself and shit. Yeah, and it is one of those things where I feel like it's hard to, you can't really fake it, you know, yeah. at least if you're a perceptive listener, you'll be able to tell whether, okay, this is actually who that person is, or this person is playing a role, even if they're playing it really well. It's kind of, yeah, like you can't fake it in some sense, like you're naked up there behind yeah. the mic. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Like I just, I just dropped the, uh, the song Heartless um, on Friday, and it was just like, like on the 13th, I, it was just like, you could tell, like, I was just going through pain and stuff like that, like, when I when, when I recorded that and I, when I wrote that, you know what I mean? And it was just, like, it translates through the music, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people, like, told me, like, yo, yo, bro, like, you good? Like, you feel me? Like, yo, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you going through something, like, just let me know, whatever, because they, they hear it in the music or they, I, I, I'm not the type to talk about my issues or, you know what I mean, my problems to nobody, you feel me? I just put it in the music, so it's like, when they hear that shit in the music, they like, yo, all right, like, yo, bro, like, come talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we need to talk or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, no, I don't want to talk. Just listen to the music. <laughs> That's me talking. All your answers is right there. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, like, you got the answers. Exactly. Like, you, you know how I'm feeling now. Like, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Weird. You know what I mean? It's not. It's, it's weird and it's dope. You feel me? Because I get to really put my oil into this shit. Like, I, I love that shit. Yeah, man. And the, honestly, that's why I just I feel like I can never do a job where I'm just playing a role and I'm automated. Exactly. You know, that's why, like, I mean, I'm in philosophy right now. And there's a creative aspect to that, too, because you can write philosophy papers and offer your own unique perspective on an issue. So whatever I do in life, I feel like it's going to have to involve some artistic vision. If that means I end up being poor, fuck it, dude. I'm not, like, I just can't. I yeah. can't live my life just being a cog in the machine. And I know that's kind of cliche, but. I don't know. It's just it's, what I feel, man. It is, and that's how I feel, honestly. Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? And like, I went through rough patches because of my trip. Like, I literally stopped playing, but I could, I could, I feel like I could have went overseas. Like, I have, you know what I mean? Opportunities to go overseas and stuff like that or whatever, but it's just like. To ball. Yeah, to ball. Yeah. But I stopped playing ball because I'm like, yo, I love music. You feel me? Like, I do love ball. I love basketball. I played that, like, most of my life. You feel me? But it's like, music that's always been in me like i told you my pops is a, a 90s rapper you feel me so it's just like yeah i want i'm gonna show you uh I'm show you the picture this your dad yeah, yeah, yeah. you gonna see it you're like oh shit like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> but it's just like is this this is the, the true you know what i mean like this is what i was supposed to do i'm yeah. supposed to do this you know what i mean i feel it in my heart like my, my, my spirit tell me this shit. Like, I'm supposed to do this shit. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. A lot of times, yeah, man. It is that simple a lot of times. Like, just, like, fucking cut out all the noise and just ask yourself, what do I like? What do I want? Exactly. That's it. Your father passed recently? 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, October last. I year. think I. I think I saw that on social media. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. Thank you. I mean. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a part of life. You feel me? And I, I'm. Well, I'm still trying to understand and stuff like that. Where I'm still coming to, you know, to grips with and stuff like that. But. Yeah. yeah. Man, like, I feel like he always here with me and stuff like. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, man. I uh. I haven't experienced too too much death yet in my life, but you know, it's it's shit. coming. <laughs> yeah, it's shit crazy because that shit is you know what I mean always all around all around me and you know what I mean like my peers is just like I feel like at this point of life like I don't been through like a lot like I, that's why I said like early like you know what I mean like I've I've been through a lot to live a thousand lives for real. Yeah, I've been like I, I um. I just feel I feel similar in a way, uh, not to say that I've necessarily been through as much hardship as you, yeah. but just uh, life is long. Like people tell me like life's like life's short, blink and you're 90. And in a sense, that's true. But in another sense, when I just reflect upon all of the different memories that I have, like it does feel like I've lived many lifetimes in a way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah I don't know if oh, yeah. OK. So yeah, you're holding up a picture. Which one is he in the picture? He's the one with the hat. He looked just like me. Oh, on the... Wait, which one? There's many with the hat. On the left? Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. The big white hat. <laughs> you see, like, Flavor Flav, like, that's Public Enemy right there. Oh, it is? Yeah. You oh, know. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, you don't know if you see... Okay, so, yeah, this is just for the listeners. This is uh, Eric Swank's dad in a photo with... Public Enemy, Flavor Flav. Oh, yeah, Flavor Flav. Yeah, um, hold on, I'm going to show you. Uh, Slick Rick. That's my pops and Slick Rick. Mm. Um, hold up. It's a funny picture. It, it's dope. You feel me? Just the, the they aura, like, you're not going to really be able to see that one too much, but that's big. Oh, sh- that's Biggie. Yeah. You that's me? your dad in the background? Yeah. Oh, shit. So he was, he was in that whole scene in the 90s. Yeah, that's play. Okay. Yeah, like he was, he like honestly, like my pops is like one of the greatest like artists to me. You know what I mean, like, but it's just like a lot of stuff. You know what I mean, like it's a, it's a business in this whole thing, and you know what I mean. He was like actually jerked out of his deal. So you know what I mean, like you know what I mean. Once you get jerked and black boy, it's like hard to come back from. So you know what I mean. God damn it, dude. That's, a, that's what sucks about the whole business aspect of it like the business aspect and the artistic aspect will inevitably clash even though they are like inextricably tied as well oh yeah but i honestly feel like if you want to be a rapper and like the actual rapper and like a, a mainstream artist or even just industry like uh underground artist or whatever you feel me like the business is more impo- like honestly like in this day and ever the business is like more important to than the uh, song like it's it, it it's, it's it go hand in hand like the song is definitely important but you got shit songs on the radio you feel me and they're not really that good but they were marketed right you feel me they were marketed to the right people where yeah. they might like that type of sound or whatever you feel me so they blew up but yeah. Yeah, if you can market a song right then it could blow up and also people like a lot of times people will just accept whatever they're told by the larger cultural factors is good, right? Exactly. Like you could like just put out like a song of just like screaming or just something that's objectively bad. But if everyone around you is listening to it, you're like, oh, I guess I'm the one who doesn't get it. Like everyone thinks this is good. It must be good. Not necessarily. 
yeah. might just be really good marketing. Exactly. I never felt like that. Like I feel like if it's some like I would literally say this. I would literally say it'd be like a, a top tier rapper. Like I didn't I didn't say this about a lot of top tier rappers and they go on a song, do some boys. So I'd be like, yo, this is shit. Like, you feel me? Like I I'm not listening to this. Like, nah, because it's like what what am I gaining out of this? Like I like to always listen to the songs to actually take shit out of it, you feel me? Like Oh, like he did this this way, like I bet, like I might incorporate that into my sound now. You feel me? Or you know what I mean, he like you know what I mean, just shit like that, like where I like, like I can't relate to other people, and I'm like, nah, I'm not with it. Yeah, and it's just, just because someone has name recognition, you're automatically disposed to like it better. And just because someone is underground or they no one knows them, like they only have 20 views or something, you're like, oh, this dude only has 20 views. He must suck. Like, no, maybe that's an undiscovered genius who's just started his journey. But it sucks. Like, that's the business nowadays. I mean, that's the way that this shit is, like, is running. You feel me? But yeah. it's like, I feel like if you really want it, you going you to knock down every door. And that's what, like, that's what we doing right now. Like, we just knocking down every door, trying to get to it and, and really, you know what I mean, be the best that we can be. Yeah, man. All right, well, yeah, maybe that sounds like a good ending spot. Uh, thank, Thanks for doing this, man, and I appreciate the advice. I appreciate you, man, for, you know what I mean, just taking your time on and, you know what I mean, just really kicking, kicking it with me on this podcast and really, you know what I mean, just... Deep, like diving into my career and stuff like that's dope you feel me so yeah like keep doing this shit like and you you never know too like i always tell people like yeah you know i mean like i got like people around me that just make music they make music right and like they be around a lot of people where it's like they're high in the industry yeah and they do other stuff right and the reason why they know these people is because they're other stuff and they just want to make music so bad it's like yo use that other thing to get where you want and then and building connections and then be like, all right, boom, I'm making music. Cause that's what a lot of people are doing nowadays. You feel me? A lot of people are making music. That's what they doing. They like why uh YBN Nami or whatever, like he was doing um YouTube videos like the for GCA and stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like the live streams and all that. And he built the fan base like that and then blew up while do, like doing music. You feel me? Yeah, so man. It's like a, that's sort of the like, thing with the podcast in a way, you know, it's like, I'm just trying, I'm trying to do different shit and just kind of like build different, like an audio or a digital footprint, I guess. Exactly. Um, but that's but, exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, 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 like you, you know what I mean? You just did one with me. You might right. find another rapper, you might find a singer, you might, whatever. Now, boom, you might come to the part where it's like, all right, I want to start dropping music. Yo. Can I join your studio session or whatever? And it's like, I know you. Like, I did this podcast or, you know what I mean? Right. I just knew you. And it's like, yeah, like, come on, come through. Like, then you there, you might hop on a track or whatever. You feel me? You never know. So, yeah, like, it just built connections. Like, what you're doing is actually dope. I, I really like it a lot. So, you feel me? Keep doing it. Yeah, man. Yo, honestly, what you just said is the exact reason I started the podcast. Obviously, I want to... Like, it would be nice to gain a listenership, but it's more the podcast provides that constant incentive structure to network in the way that you said. And it, and it also like and to network with people that I genuinely want to network with, whether it's like a prof- like a philosophy philosopher. I'm just like, yo, I really like this dude's work or I see what you're doing on social media. I'm like, damn, yo, Eric Samuel's a rapper now. Like, I listen to your shit. I'm like, that's cool. Let me get him on the podcast. So, yeah, man, that's exactly what I what I'm going for. You, you nailed it. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. Keep doing it, man. I really, I believe in you, man. Everything you're doing, keep doing with the music. Stay in touch. You know what I mean? And that, yeah, you feel me? Whatever you want to do, you can do it. Anything you put your mind to. Appreciate that, man.